Hello and welcome to Entertainment Expansion. I am one of your co-hosts, Tyler Callahan, and I'm here with my good friend, Mike Ferrante. How you doing, Mike? I'm chilling. I'm You're chilling? Myself, Tyler. I'm doing pretty good myself. I'm looking forward, looking forward to next year. Yeah, aren't we all? Yeah, yeah. A lot of good stuff coming out. A lot of good movies coming out, too. Oh, definitely. 2019 is looking like it's going to be a very good year for cinema. Absolutely. So we were thinking for this first episode, see how things go. We uh, we're going to talk about what we were we're, what we're excited most for in 2019 movie wise. And we both have our own personal top 10 list Uh, right now. I'm going to kick it off to Mike for number 10 on his list. Take it away. So number 10 on my list shouldn't really be much of a shock, but it is definitely going to be Shazam. Shazam. Okay. Yes, I am a DC fan. I do love all of the DC films, even though they're definitely not the best. But I don't know. Shazam just doesn't really do it for me. Like, I'm excited to see it, but it's definitely not high up on my list. Yes, I I was curious why, as a big DC fan that that I know you are, why Shazam would be lower on the list. You know, I don't know. It's just something about it. It's just not really what I'm looking for. I know Shazam is more of a lighthearted character. Yeah. Even being a fan of DC, Shazam was never really one of my favorites. So okay. I'm, out here, I'm out here to represent, but I'm not going to go batshit crazy on something I'm not really a fan of. Yeah, it's no Batman movie. Yeah, definitely not. If it was Batman movie, I'd, I'd be there first in line. For number 10 on my list, a bit of an odd one, I know, but uh, Jumanji 3. The reason being, it looks like they got most of the cast back together, and I'm curious to see how they take it. I loved the first one growing up with uh, Robin Williams, and the sequel was actually pretty good. Yeah, definitely so, not a bad sequel. It should be interesting to see where they take it. I'm looking forward to see where that goes. All right, what's number nine on your list? Glass. You know, Glass? Okay. this whole trifecta that M. Night Shyamalan has sprung upon us first with Unstoppable, or sorry, Unbreakable, then being Split, followed by Glass. So, I think it's Split. Split was good. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to go out here saying that this is the best movie ever made yeah it was definitely entertaining and it was worth a watch it was oh, not too crazy but we did see an outstanding performance by none other than mr tumnus professor x mm-hmm. so like it, it was definitely worth a watch yeah i'm glad i made my list but you know i got cut right at the end but Ooh. no definitely that's one to look forward to especially coming out in a couple of weeks next mm-hmm. month yep uh, next on my list was Kingsman 3, or really what it should be called is the Kingsman prequel. I don't know if you've heard much about this Kingsman movie, since apparently they're making a bunch of them. Apparently uh, set in uh, World War II, making the foundation of the Kingsman. Seems pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, as far as we've seen from the Kingsman movie, the second one definitely dropped off. The yeah, first, but... The first one, it, it needed to grow on me because I watched it not really having a certain like image in my mind of what the movie was going to be, and it just wasn't. So I didn't love it at first, but then I gave it another watch, and then I realized the gem that it really was. Yeah, the first one was definitely a unique spy movie, and it still holds up. But yeah, the sequel definitely lost a little bit. And who knows? Maybe a new setting will help. Definitely. Uh, number eight on your list. This is going to be Spider-Man: Far From Home. Okay. Just, just because you know Marvel's been killing it lately with their movies. They have. And I'm definitely, I've definitely been a fan of. The Spider-Man that they've introduced this. The Tom and, Holland Spider-Man? Yeah. In this current universe, it's definitely good. It definitely feels like a Spider-Man that we all know and love from the comics or even the video games. Like, he's witty. He's got this kid sensibility to him. 
And I'm excited to see, honestly, how they're going to pull it off with Avengers. Oh, yeah. Th- this is the first movie post-Avengers 4. So, yep. curious to see how the universe ends up after Spider-Man. And, hey, you know, you got Jake Gyllenhaal, possibly is the bad guy in that movie. Fantastic actor. So, number eight on my list might be a little bit of a shock to you that it's this low, but eh, it's the Joker movie. Okay. Yeah. With uh, Joaquin Phoenix, we know. Do we know for certain it's not officially part of the uh, the DC set of movies they're making? Right, it's a spinoff. Yeah, it's more of a spinoff, not necessarily okay. to it, but I wouldn't say it's out of the like world of possibility. You think they might try and connect it? They they definitely could. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel yep. knowing Warner Brothers, they might do that, especially if it gets good reviews. Yeah, just to try and boost the actual DC universe that they got going on. Yeah, but uh, it's got a decent cast. Uh, obviously, Joaquin Phoenix has the main role of the Joker, who obviously I think he has enough acting talent to pull off uh, a really good Joker. And oh, absolutely. That is one we haven't seen in a while. Uh, no offense to Jared Leto, but when you're only in a movie for 15 minutes, you know, still kind of waiting to see a good Joker. Yeah, so, unfortunately, I feel like if we had gotten more Jared Leto time. Oh, yeah. Everyone's perspectives might not be so bitter towards it. Yeah, no, there's that whole leaked, uh, the early version of the movie. He'd show up at the end, like after uh, after the rocket crash, the, the, the helicopter crash, and then like his face is fucked up. Like there's all that extra scenes just dropped. Yep, that unfortunately we were not blessed enough to see. Mm-hmm. And actually, but... for anyone interested in that, some of the early trailers do show a couple clips of his fucked up face. So they, do. they, it, do. they did. So it, it was far, far along in development, but. Number seven on your list. What do you got? Number seven on my list, we got It Chapter 2. Oh, yeah? Because let's be serious. It Chapter 1 is by far one of the best horror movies we've seen in a long time. I agreed with that, yeah. So I'm excited. And once again, we got a stellar cast. Yeah, Bill Hader's in it. Who else is in it? James McAvee, um, or McAvoy, however the hell you pronounce it. Oh, he's having a busy year next year. He's got Glass. He's got X-Men and It. Ooh, busy year. He's making quite a name for himself and well-deserved, if you ask me. What about you? What's your number seven? My number seven is Hobbs and Shaw. Now, we did talk a little bit earlier before we recorded this, but I am really excited about this. My main issue with the Fast and Furious movies at this point is actually the OG cast, the original cast, and the fact that Vin Diesel has an issue with newcomers. So, yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't even supposed to be Vin Diesel's movie to begin with. It was Paul Walker, but he actually gave a true. good performance for once in his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Groot saying you know, a couple words in a few languages. Yeah, but Hobbs and Shaw, you have two great actors there. And then you have Idris Elba, another great actor, as the bad guy. That's just... I feel a recipe for just a really good action movie with some great action stars. Hopefully without some of the really bad action sequences from the Fast and Furious series. That's because true. If I see The Rock, you know, jump off an airplane and go straight down while everyone else gets flung off to the side because, you know, G, all the G-force, I'm, I'm going to have an issue. All right. Number six on your list. This one is very dear to my heart here. Okay. We got the live action Lion King. Okay. I feel like there's really nothing else to say more than, you know, Seth Rogen as Pumba. <laughs> I think that's something we're all looking forward to and something he can definitely accomplish. He's going to kill it. Yeah, and it's also got a staff cast. The one thing I'm not going to be okay watching 
is the death of Mufasa in live action. Yep, yep. Everyone's favorite moment in the movie. We'll get to see it in glorious 4K, IMAX, whatever you want to watch. He'll die again and again for you. Yep, it was sad before, and it's going to be even worse now. Yeah, Disney's really shaping up to just kill every other movie studio next year with their lineup. Oh, yeah. So, you talked about it earlier, but number six for me is Spider-Man. Past couple years, I did think uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is one of the better Marvel movies, at least in the Phase 3 section. And... What I'm hearing about what they're planning to do with the movie, I'm definitely interested in definitely seeing Spider-Man travel around Europe, basically, as part of a school trip. Definitely brings it in a a unique setting because, you know, the game we both played, New York City, all the movies so far have really just been New York City. Yeah. It's it's nice to see that he's going to be in different environments because I did like how in Homecoming, how he was more in Queens and not all Queens is straight up New York City. So when he's trying to traverse the golf course he can't because there's nothing to swing yeah if they bring more unique scenarios like that in this movie I'm, I'm looking forward to it it should be a fun watch number five is none other than once upon a time in hollywood yes the man Solid said choice. he was not going to direct anymore but once again we are getting another di- film directed by him wait he said he was done direct tarantino correct yes i i thought he was i thought there was like number eight or nine of his like his 10 movies or whatever and then he's dropping no i thought he was done after hateful eight oh uh, no i thought after hateful eight he had one or two left and then officially he is supposed to be retiring if he keeps his word but if what you're saying is true i don't know maybe he has another movie in the tank because this is him retiring you know from what i heard in a lot of interviews hateful eight was supposed to be his last or if not one of his last films Maybe he had an so, idea too good to drop. Because this movie definitely sounds interesting. Once again, we got a really packed cast. Oh, yeah. A lot of good performances. So it should be should be something to see. Sadly, it was going to include also with the stacked cast. You mentioned Burt Reynolds. Rest in peace. Yeah, um, unfortunately, that diamond is no longer with us. Yeah. All right. So I haven't seen it on your list so far. I begin to wonder if it's even on your list at all. Maybe it's not your kind of movie. So for my number five pick, I picked Godzilla. King of the Monsters. I was uh, I was a bit of a fan of the Godzilla back in 2014. I know it's pretty divisive among people, but I thought the slow pace kind of worked for Godzilla. It kind of built up to the end. And I thought the, the King Kong movie was also pretty good. Yeah, see, I never really watched King Kong, and I wasn't too big a fan of the Godzilla. Well, then, the movie for you, sir, would be actually to watch King Kong. I, I did hear some decent things about it. I just never got around to watching it for some reason. Well, before you move on, uh, Samuel Jackson's great in it. Tom Hiddleston's great in it. You see Godzilla, uh, not Godzilla, sorry, King Kong, fuck up some weird monsters on, on his island. Uh, so if action was definitely what you need more of, definitely a good movie to watch. I believe we're up to number four on your list. All right, number four on my list. This is going to be pretty high up on there. Okay. You may not agree with it, but it is the remake of Pet Cemetery. Now... Hear me out here. Pet Cemetery. I grew up loving. It was just one of those childhood horror movies that I was actually able to watch. Yeah. And it was scary. It was suspenseful. It was jarring. It really seems like it kind of ramped it up a notch. Everything does seem as dark and gritty as it was, possibly even more, as well as introducing a more edgier element. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I remember watching at least parts of Pet Cemetery as a kid, and that shit was really creepy, especially as a kid. So, and this is a uh, Stephen King, right? Okay. I mean, the latest St- Stephen King stuff has been pretty good. 
Yeah, except uh, Tower, but we'll just uh, forget. Except for Dark Tower. I mean, they had that Hulu series, um, which James Franco, I heard, was pretty good. Obviously, it is a massive success. It's getting Correct. a second part. Um, we won't talk about the Dark Tower. I thought it was okay as an action movie. But obviously, if you're fans of the books and stuff, I assume it's just kind of shit all over that. So yeah, I definitely didn't live up to that expectation. Yeah. So for number four on my list, uh, I placed it a bit higher than you. Uh, Shazam. That's surprising to me. Now, the reason I placed it higher is when both trailers came out at the same time at Comic-Con, they showed Shazam and they showed Aquaman. If you were to ask me right then and there which one I wanted to see right now, it would have been Shazam, not Aquaman. That's... Uh, I think Ooh. I think that and now I'm not one of those people that thinks DC's got to go all like every other sentence has to be a joke like Marvel, some Marvel movies and all that. But no, I do like work. I do like seeing a little bit of a different spin on a superhero, right? Like it makes sense that it's lighthearted because really he is a kid, and I think it is something unique. Yeah, it def- it definitely is, and I will give it that credit. Um, unfortunately. It's just not my cup of tea. Oh, I understand. Yeah. I, I enjoy DC for its more darker, brooding characters. I mean, you did have the light characters. They were not always in light elements. So that's what really makes like Superman differ from Batman. And Batman differ from Wonder Woman or Green Arrow. There's so many different versions or different types of these superheroes that have their own mantra to go along with. And like they may have a sense of humor. Like Batman's got a sense of humor. It's more of a sarcastic, witty sense. And it's not straight up cracking jokes left and right as much as Joss Whedon would like it to be. Like in Justice League, right? Like that, there's but, humor in that movie, but it's not good humor. No, and it's all misplaced humor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like there's no so, reason for for Batman to be cracking jokes like, yeah, something's bleeding. Like, no, Batman wouldn't say that shit. Batman would just get up and then he'd, go cry in a corner like he's supposed to. and like Especially not... the Batman from Batman v Superman we oh, just had the year before. Oh, yeah. It was such a drastic change that it didn't make any sense. Like, that's something that you would hear the George Clooney Batman say. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer Batman. You're not going to hear Ben Affleck's brooding, dark Batman say that. No, that Ben Affleck's Batman would have just walked away and had another training montage. <laughs> so that wouldn't happen again. Another training montage, or he probably would have poured himself a lot bigger of a drink. That, or both, really. Um, okay, so number three on your list. We're down to the top three now. All right, number three. I mean, technically, it's not really going to hit all theaters, but it will be in select theaters. Is the Reign of Superman, the animated film? Okay. So the big. I mean, thing the about... only rule on this list is that it's got to come out this year. It doesn't have to be theaters. Yeah, I know, but everyone wants to see that theater list. Like, what should I That's go true. to the movie theater? This. You're probably not going to see on movie theaters. It's probably going to be on Blu-ray or yeah, or stick on one of those. But at the end of the day, when it came down to the death of Superman, which was by far one of the greatest films that the DC animated universe has made, it was very comic accurate. It was very entertaining, and it just carried a really good story. So I'm hoping that that train is going to keep on going the same exact way that it did. So we are set up to see a whole bunch of awesome stuff for reign of superman like superboy you got steel you name it all the other superman doppelgangers that popped up after his death while he was recovering yeah so hopefully they uh stick the landing with that finish out that two-parter strong before they move on to the to the next movie 
Yeah, the next Justice League movie doesn't come out until like the end of 2019, I believe. Okay, so so they got a while. Yeah. All right, number three on my list, kind of fitting with the title, but it is uh, John Wick, Chapter 3. So, too low. Too low? Too low. Well, you're the one that got me into watching these movies, and... You're welcome. Yeah, yeah thank you, because they're, they're definitely worth the watch, and if anyone hasn't seen them, please watch 1 and 2. It's really Keanu Reeves at, like, one of his best moments in acting. Oh, absolutely. Um, With fantastic action in both movies which is his own stunt doing he he says yes. it's not stunts but you know what we'll we'll wait to have this conversation okay yeah yeah so yes if you haven't seen any of the john wick movies definitely give them a watch and definitely give them a watch before next may because you're going to want to see chapter three when it comes out and you cannot see chapter three until you see the first two wouldn't you agree oh i wholeheartedly agree mm-hmm. yeah so your number two pick. Number two, at no surprise, is obviously Avengers Endgame. Are you sure that's not too low? Oh, it's definitely not too low. So, it's definitely something that we all want to see, especially if you've been following the Marvel Universe since it started. I mean, technically, they they said it started with Edward Norton's The Incredible Hulk, but that really didn't do it for him. It didn't really start till Iron Man. Absolutely, yeah. That was the first one. Good old... No, apparently not. Because actually, The Incredible Hulk was before Iron Man and included an Iron Man cameo in the post credit scene. Uh, I'm going to have to fight you on this one. I think Iron Man came out. Are you positive about that? Well, let me just check right now. Let's see. All right, so Iron Man, first one. We got... It came out in May 2nd, 2008. To the Incredible Hulk, that came out at the wow one month later, June thirteenth, two thousand eight. By one month. All right. Therefore, I was mistaken, good sir. Hey, it's all about giving the, the people accurate information. So, essentially, in a nutshell, here, I remember seeing the first trailer for Iron Man when it was on TV. Yeah. And. It was late night. I was watching something on TV, and the trailer just popped up. And I, wow, this is this is gonna be awesome. And it truly was. Now, Iron Man two and three, maybe not, but that's a debate for another time. Yeah, definitely. We can we could have a whole episode just on that. Yep. But I'm glad we're not going to. Let's move on to your number two. Will do. Number two for me. Again, you've already talked about it. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Uh. Like Quentin Tarantino as a director, I love seeing Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio in movies. They make some great movies that I like to watch. Put both of them together in lead roles. Fuck it, I'm in. Yep. Like, Say no also more. Also, the uh, or the <laughs> Charles Manson, like the his, his cult and his murders as like a backdrop in the background happening. It's like, okay, I'm curious. You got you got me. And you know, Quentin Tarantino, uh, really rare if ever if he makes a bad movie. So. You know, the bar for hit, for this movie is actually pretty high, I feel. And I do think he's going to deliver. I hope so, because I would hate for his ninth movie to be a bad one. Yeah, especially if he, if he came out of retirement for this one, like you said. Don't want to come out of retirement and make a bad movie. Yeah, I mean, well, then again, Adam Sandler's been doing it for the past few years, but... hey, Adam Sandler got that Netflix money, he don't care. He's just having fun with his friends at this point. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck if it's good or not. 
All right. So number, I think I know what it is. But what's your number one pick? Oh, you should definitely know what it is. I think I know. We talk. I know you mentioned this before, which is why I said hold on to this one. It is obviously John Wick Chapter Three. Now, John Wick is a movie very dear to my heart. It was one of those that piece of dirt you pick up and you rub and you find out it's a diamond. So it was just one of those movies I stumbled upon on HBO Go late at night. And I said to myself, another John Wick action movie. It's probably going to be shit. But you know what? I got nothing else to watch. Fuck it. And I was pleasantly surprised. The action was outstanding. His stunt work on the film, completely amazing. Yeah. As far as just the whole plot and the way that it goes, it's it's a really good revenge story. And I haven't seen a good revenge story like that since Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon. So we are, it really should be an interesting film to see the third one. And it may come to an end. It may not. But I'm, yeah, I was going to ask, do you know if this is like an end of a trilogy or I, I, do you know it's what, anything of a fourth? I think that is what they're going for. Okay. Because honestly, for what he's going to have to do in this next film, he's going, I'm not going to spoil anything, but he's going up against some of the highest ups in his world of uh, occupation, shall we say. Yeah. So he's going against them, like all of them collectively. So I feel like it would have to end at this film. I, I feel you don't want to like overdo your welcome. If yeah. they nail this one, you have a perfect trilogy of films for years to come. Anyone can recommend and they'll watch and whatever. Yes. Yeah. So for my last movie, pretty obvious at this point, but it is Avengers Endgame. Very similar to, similar to you and how you started with the first John Wick and how you found it. For me, this one's close to me because of how I started with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as they call it, with the first Iron Man movie. It came out. I didn't really hear anything about it. Uh, I never saw it in theaters, but I was flying back to Ireland. It's where I lived at the time. Couldn't sleep, but I decided to browse the movies. Turns out that summer, they added Iron Man. I'm like, you know what? I can't sleep. Let me watch it. Let's see how good it is. was fucking blown away by how good the movie was. And then I was intrigued by, obviously, the, the tease at the end with Samuel Jackson. Oh, yeah. Starring with the Avengers. I'm like, holy shit, I am hooked. I was looking forward to Iron Man 2. And then I just continued from there. And to kind of see it end right now, at least for possibly some characters, you know, what, at this point, when it comes out, we'll be an 11-year journey. And I'm looking forward to it. It's been a good ride. I'll give it that. Yeah. Especially if some characters go out the way we think they're going to go out. It's going to hurt. It definitely will. So that is both of our lists for 2019. I think we both have good lists. Definitely a lot of good movies coming out if they... Uh to make them good yep and if you guys um, questions anything that you want us to touch up on more i can definitely vouch that me and good sir tyler here we've seen a decent amount of films if you want to see some films that we go really deep deep in depth feel free to just hit us up let us know what you would like to see in the future and we hope to hear from you very soon uh yep it's a good thing you bring up that point because that's kind of why this name is here entertainment expansion basically mike just had the idea like we were just having a lot of in-depth conversations about games and movies and we're like he was like well why not just make a podcast so here we are and if you like this kind of discussion and you want more in-depth discussion that's kind of the point of this podcast obviously you got to work out uh some kinks here and there the uh internet dropout is obviously one issue we have to fix but we do hope in future episodes we are planning right now to do one about aquaman and the dceu as a whole in a couple weeks that's the first big one we have. And then obviously any other ideas you guys have, 
uh, please reach out to us. You can email us at entertainmentexpansion at outlook.com if you want to email us anything. But overall, I think that is it for this first episode, uh, unless you have anything else to add. Nope. All right, you're good. Thank you for listening to the first episode of Entertainment Expansion, and we hope to see you listening to the next one.